My name is Elisha Buckingham, and I'm here with my co-host, Nkwam Moore. Hello. We are here for a higher consciousness and meaningful connection where we skip past the small talk and we vibe for a higher connection. Speaking our unspoken truths and truly reflecting selflessly. Okay, welcome everybody. Welcome to Selfless Reflections. I have Simone Weldon here with me and Naquan Moore, my co-host. We are going to talk about uh, the growth process today and how, um, you know, you may embark on it because you want to better yourself and things of that nature. But really what growth uh, means as far as understanding your community, people you come into contact with, um, respecting the process and understanding uh, growth, what growth looks like for um, everybody is different. So a little bit about Simone. She's a good friend of mine. We met over a year ago and she pretty much vibed with me from the moment that I met her. she was this person that I kind of gravitated towards and I think she saw a lot of herself in me when she was like kind of you know a little before her growth path I'll say um she definitely spoke life into me when we met and from that point forward it was just natural our relationship um Quan is here with me as well Quan is also one of my soul tribe members and definitely why he's a part of the show um he definitely is the yin to my yang, and I'm very happy to have him here, and I'm just very grateful to have you guys listening, and I hope that we can provide some sort of content that will help you guys reflect, connect, and definitely vibe with your tribe. So, how you feeling, Simone? <laughs> um, I would say I'm a bit, uh, I'm chill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't really know what to expect, but I'm ready. Okay, mm-hmm. that's good. That's good. That's part of growth too. You know, just being aware of your surroundings and mm-hmm. just going with the flow and feeling and being honest with yourself. I was just telling uh, Quan last night um, that uh, I'm kind of being kind to myself. I usually am hard on myself, mm-hmm. but like I, if I'm tired, I'm saying okay, I need to lay down and just kind of oh loving boy. myself. And you know what? Like I've been remiss in my duties uh, as far as loving myself. Um, Somebody have a tissue? You got a tissue? No, I just used it. Okay. Either way. Um, So my my grandmother told me something that's going to stick with me forever, and I'm going to hopefully carry it over through generations. But um, you are your first child. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how would you have your your first son or your first daughter out here? Mm -hmm. And, like, my kid has been ripping and running. (laughs) Like, no chill. Um, Just not taking time for, like, my own personal mental well-being. Uh, it's it's taken a bit of a toll. It's not that bad, but um, I definitely need to get back into running. So, yeah, it, it's good to be nice to yourself. I agree. Um, I was just telling one of my friends, she recently just broke up, and, uh, you know, yesterday was Valentine's Day. So a lot of people who are on social media, they um, are posting their boyfriends, their girlfriends, their Valentines. And, you know, we were at the nail salon, and I'm like, hey, what you doing? And she's like, I know, I'm on social media. I'm just like, well, do you think that's going to be a good thing for you? Like, you know, we're in the nail salon, they're playing all these sad love songs, then you're on social media, and you're looking at everybody with, you know, you don't even know the context of their relationship, you don't know if it's factual, you don't know if it's real, 
Um, but all you see is that, you know, people are being lovey-dovey on this day. Um, and so, you know, she was just like, um, you know, I feel like I need to, like, get back to me and be on my rotation. And I'm like, okay, well, that's great, but you don't have to label yourself. You are getting to know yourself as a single woman, and you're living your life free sexually, whatever you want to do, as long as you're protecting yourself, that's fine. So I was telling her she has to be gentle with herself in the way that she labels the things that she does and the things in the way that she talks about herself. Because if she doesn't, there is no one to fact check her unless she's talking to one of her friends. Um, you know, the other person should be, you know, if you have a partner, they can do that for you. But in this time frame for her, she has to be that person for herself. So I definitely understand where you guys are coming from. Yeah. yeah. And another thing about the social media thing is like no one like we're trying to change that. Right. But nobody is posting the negative. Yo, or I was the thinking the same thing. I was like, nobody content. posts their mistakes. Like, yeah, no one's talking yeah. about what's real. They're they're posting and what is going to go with society's expectations. And, and word up though, like I was just telling somebody, oh, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Whatever I want. Like I'm going to work. I'm going to chill. Eventually, like I make my own holidays. Like I'm not putting up a front because that's what everybody else is doing. Like that's just not my vibe. And like for real, the streets are too crowded. Like if I wanted to go to my favorite bar on Valentine's Day, I wouldn't be able to find my seat. Mm. You know, I go on my own day. I get the seat that I want, the server that I want, mm. and I get to order what I want without any reservations. Like you right, know what I mean? Right. So no, yeah, I, d I definitely feel that. Yeah, yeah. people I, fake the funk. <laughs> they yeah, they do. I know that for me, like uh, I, I have a girlfriend and she loves all the holidays, and so like I'll get her something she gets me something but for like an intimate relationship i used to think that that was like corny that's just my um you know my voice my viewpoint on it because i kind of feel like you know what were you doing why did it have to take a holiday for you to show me right. mm -hmm. that you appreciate me exactly. and then on top of that is it real i don't want something that you're trying to do because you feel obligated to right. do it i want you to do it because it's really how you really feel yeah. so yeah i mean again you know growth process is being aware of who we are, where we're feeling. And it's crazy because me and Quan were having a conversation last night. I'm not going to get too specific about what we were talking about. But um, I had realized that in the course of what was going on, he went through all the motions of anger, sadness, awareness, checking himself, putting himself back in perspective. And he came around, a whole, he did a whole 360. And I was saying to him last night that um, – what people tend to do is just run through and then get stuck at anger, run through or get stuck at stuck at sadness, run through and get stuck in certain places, um, which is sort of a victim mentality because they don't see themselves as the person who can bring them through. They think that you know someone else has that power to bring them through their with whatever they're going through, and that's not necessarily true. Um, and I was saying to him that you know you need to understand that there's power in feeling all those feelings that you feel. Right and not getting stuck in one of them and not o being able to overcome that. And that brings me to thinking about you, Simone. Um, you know, just thinking of, you know, where you are in your life, the things that the things that I know about you that you don't necessarily have to share with, you know, the, the people, but I'm just saying it just, when I think of strength and if I think of, you know, someone able to really go within and honor themselves no matter what that may look like without judgment i do think about you wow, um you. yeah no problem uh and uh so that's why you're here and i kind of wanted you to just uh talk to us a little bit about again whatever your comfortability is about kind of your process and not necessarily where you are right now but where you've been as far as like your mentality that puts you on the growth path and then also 
um, where you were feeling at the time when you did come back into the dating scene and, you know, realizing what's out here, uh, how that made you feel after you embarked on that challenging process of digging deep to know thyself and overcome. So y'all can't see my face, but it's like, yikes, right? <laughs> so I'm just thinking of it. Um, so there's always a catalyst for everything. And for me, um, the catalyst for me really digging deep in, um, looking within was me breaking up with my ex, who I thought I was going to be married to and have like two and a half kids by now. Um, we broke up. We were high school sweethearts. And I started to realize that I was not giving myself the love that I was requiring of him. Mm. So I would pour into him, he would pour into him, but nobody's pouring into mm. me. So it was a one-sided relationship. And when I started to take my power back, that's when we started to butt heads because on his part, everything was fine. Mm. Um, we broke up. I knew I was gonna break up with him about a year before. This goes back like 2016. Started seeing a counselor. And that was a very like pivotal moment for me um, because I kind of like shopped around for counselors, but when I found the one that I really liked, she did not let me um, skirt around things, which is very annoying. Um, and you do have to find somebody who's gonna let you be you. Cause I would be in there and I would have attitudes, I would roll my eyes, I'd be like, well, that's not really what I said, but you know, and they would just, she would just keep it, keep it going, keep it coming, and not allow me to like talk myself into another subject. We would address what needs to be addressed. Um, I started going to her because I told her I was going to break up with the person who I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with, and I know that was going to be hard for me to part ways. Um, it ended up being the the beginning to a long journey of me really figuring out what it is that I need to have a life that is going to be happy, that's going to be fulfilled, but that is not going to be surrounded or what's the word I'm looking for there won't be any requirements on the other person the requirements will be on me mm. so you know I always thought that I had needed to have somebody to make you whole and right. to make you complete um, you know I lost my mom when I was 17 and I realized through the process of having a counselor that I have abandonment issues and so for me when people run I'm chasing you Mm. <laughs> and so I had to realize that if people are walking out of your life, you have to let them do that because they're doing it for a reason. I do believe that a lot of times when God says no, he's protecting you from something. Mm. And you have to be able to say, I appreciate it. I'm thankful for you doing it and not um, try to go against what he has for you. So mm -hmm. moving back to the whole relationship thing, we broke up after that. You know, some of my friends were telling me, and these are people who, were in relationships, but they were also on the path of breaking up, right? Mm -hmm. They're telling me, you know, that saying, they didn't say this, but that saying to get over somebody, you have to get under mm -hmm. somebody. Mm -hmm. They're like, get on Twitter. I mean, I'm sorry, Tinder. Get on um, these dating apps. And I got on those dating apps. And, you know, I had fun dating people, having sex with people, but there wasn't a spark that kept them around or a spark that made me want to be with them. It was very easy for me to just be with them, have fun, and then just move on to the next person. And I feel like, for me, um, I would say that it was needed because I was with that person for 10 years on and off, and I never dated anybody else. I didn't get to learn what it was that I wanted to see in another person. 
um, who I am with another person, who I am without another person. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it was, it's, it's been a good journey. Um, when you start to do the work on yourself, it's very hard. It's very painful to dig deep, to unearth some things that you just have like stuffed down. But I would say it's worth it. Um, 100%. Yeah. So the dating scene now, I don't know. A lot of my friends who have been single when I was in a relationship and who are now in relationships, they're just like, I don't know how you do it. Like, you know, it's just, it's just crazy out here. And I'm just like, you know, I look back in college, like, all the hoes is married. Like, <laughs> you know, like it's crazy. Like, those people that were just out there giving it up, like, you know, they, they wiped up. And it's just like, you know, I'm just appreciative that I've had that time to, like, really get to know myself. So now those red flags that I would say, okay, well, I'm going to overlook it just so he can stick around. I'm like, okay, now I know where to place you. If I want something that you are willing to offer, Mm -hmm. I have you for that. And otherwise, like, you know, I'll keep it moving. Right. So I wanted to unpack some of the things that you said that really, like, spoke to me. Um, One of the things that you mentioned was, one, getting under somebody to get over them. Mm -hmm. I feel like that really, and I know that you realize that yourself, is really just avoiding being alone. Right. Um, It's more so like you're feeling a void, again, with another person Mm -hmm. and not really with yourself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, again, you didn't get stuck there. You definitely move forward and realize, like, hey, I have this void, whether it be because of something that happened to me when I was younger and I have abandonment issues, Mm -hmm. and then you took that moment to say, hey, well, I need to fix that. What can I do? Oh, I'm going to go seek help or counseling. I mean, and for everybody, it may not be seeking a counselor. It may be working out. It may be writing or journaling or something Mm -hmm. like that. But you're taking your power back. And you're not allowing, you know, another person to be that that crutch, so to say. So for you, it was seeking someone else who would make you face yourself. And that was the path that you were on. Mm -hmm. Um, And then another thing that really, you know, resonated with me was the fact that you were like, oh, you know, there's people that are in relationships today. But, again, what is the quality of that relationship? Are you in that relationship because you don't want to be alone, Mm -hmm. because you're afraid of being alone? And I look at you now, and I remember I was watching the Harriet Tubman movie, and I remember uh, one of the ladies was combing um, Harriet's uh, hair, and she was just you know listening to her talk about how you know her husband had got remarried when she left blah blah blah. we know the real story behind that we'll talk about that on another time but in the movie sticking to the script um he had moved to get another wife or whatnot and she just looked at her like but you are so much more than any man that i know Mm -hmm. and i have that feeling when i look at you and 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 so and so with myself but seeing you is really the full picture of that and I wish we could see you you look all cute she got a little uh scarf thing tied up with her little turban or whatnot (laughs) I know she'd be trying um so but uh with that you know you really realize like hey you know I'm something even if I'm not with someone and you know you poured into that and again that's why I wanted you to come talk and speak to people who are on that growth path too and who are struggling in between getting up under somebody to really fill that void and becoming that person alone on their own to fill that void for themselves. Because, you know, there's a saying, and especially I know you've heard it, it's like, you know, we're half of one another, and when we come together, one plus one is one, and we complete one another, meaning that we're halves. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily agree with that. I feel like... um, 
we are complete and whole and we should be complimenting one another. And how do you do that? You have to heal. You have to know thyself. You have to know yourself so that you can recognize your 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 counterpart. You know right. what I'm saying? The person who can compliment you, not complete you, but compliment you. You know, pick up when you are off. Like me and Naquan, like we have that sort of relationship. Like I can be like kind of like, uh, and he sees what I don't see. Right. And I will hope, you know, eventually, sure. you know, we are like that, you know, on both sides. But, you know, you need that person who can compliment you and mirror you mirror your strengths and also mm. reveal where you need to improve on well yeah like what we were talking about last night like you saw it in a way that i didn't see it obviously since i was in it you mm-hmm. see and, and like for me it's like with that situation i felt like a part of me was like flipped to that other script you know what i mean like let's let's turn it up a little bit but from what you said it made me feel it, it made it, it reassured me you know what i mean like it reaffirmed why I stuck to the path that I did stick mm-hmm. to, you see. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like before, uh, like just before in my life, I was a little too passive with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and like now I'm just like, you know what I mean? Like let's, let's, let's face this head on. Um, but yeah, and, and, and you saying that just reminded me to stay humble in myself, like th- that modesty that we talk about practicing. So yeah, so mm-hmm. I appreciate you because y- you do offer me a different way to look at the same thing. Like, you know what I mean? You offer me a different I'll say this in, in everything that's in this room as well. Like there's always feminine and masculine. And one thing that I know about Simone and I is that we're always the dominant women in mm. a circum- in a situation. Yeah. Um, we have very masculine tendencies. But again, if we have that uh, counterpart who can you know, mirror our strength, we don't have to, you know, depreciate our value Mm -hmm. or lower ourselves. And that's kind of where I was going last night um, with your feelings and everything. You're very passionate. You feel things deeply. Um, You're sensitive in certain ways. It doesn't mean that there's a weakness on your behalf. It's a strength of yours, and you have to understand that and hone it. But it, I can appreciate it and look at you because I'm very passionate and deep myself. And I'm like, no, that's your strength. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Simone. When she goes through things, you know, she handles them. She'll wear a shield, I'll say, in mm-hmm. public. Mm-hmm. Um, she shields herself because she's guarding herself. But what is she guarding? She's guarding her heart, her soul, right. her intuition, her femininity, her masculinity, those things, you know, because people can take advantage of that especially you learn that through life um and so again just to bring it back around full circle um so the things that i wanted to unpack with you was really like when you got to that point where you realized like hey i was pouring into this person i didn't lack anything except for my self-respect and um Mm self-love where i could realize that you know in order to really fulfill a relationship as far as a partnership um i have to come correct myself first and then you know that that path that you took to get there and then what you realize afterwards um when you came back out into the world like how did that look um when you came back and tried to like embark on being in a relationship again have you decided to try that or are you actually comfortable being by yourself in a healthy relationship like would you risk I guess where I'm getting at from our conversations off the mic um would you risk the peace and the tranquility that you have now knowing yourself loving yourself in a way that you hadn't to give another person a try a try 
um, and letting them in because that does take a lot of time and, and work and stuff and having to deal with, you know, where they are. Yeah, so I, um, of course it's easier, right? You, I can check myself. For me, I want to keep, you know, honing in on it. Therapy was very good for me. Um, it allowed me to realize why I used to cry all the time because I was scared and fearful to let out how I was feeling because I was fearful of when I said things that people were, were going to leave. And so when I became more confident in knowing that how I feel should be validated, that it should not be um, devalued or I should not be made to feel like I'm less than because I have emotions, I became more comfortable within myself. Now dating is different because everybody just wants to have sex, right? And so we are human beings and that's, you know, something that just comes with being a human. If you have had sex before, of course, you know how, how it feels and you're going to miss that from time to time. So yeah, the dating apps are cool for that. Um, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it would be a risk for me to get back into a relationship. I would say that um, it would be more of me pouring, or I don't even know how I would say it. It would be more of me trying to be able to make a commitment to something because it's easier for me to be on these dating apps, have sex with somebody, I get tired, you stop seeing you, um, then, you know, going through the motions of having the breakdowns in communication, um, having to be able to compromise on things. Like, it's if I work at it and it's something that I want to do, I feel like the end result is going to be good. You know, for instance, like, you know, you know, my brother passed away in November. It would have been nice to have somebody just to cry in their arms because I don't necessarily always want to do that and make my dad feel bad or my sister. You know what I mean? That would have been nice, but... I think that now I'm more mindful of that, of the fact that I want it to be with the right type of person. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get into a relationship. That's powerful, right. And I know that I need somebody who is going to see past that shield that you talk about and know that even though I say, no, I'm okay, like I'm really not okay, who forces me to have those conversations sometimes because I don't always want to open up. Um, And I do know that there are people out there I just feel like at this point in time, I have been running into people who are aware that I have done the work. So, you know, I've had a conversation with a guy, and he was just like, you know, wow, you're stronger than me, you know. I'm doing a lot with my family, and I just, um, you know, I'm just always angry all the time. And I'm like, oh, you know, therapy Mm -hmm. helped me. Well, yeah, I don't really know if I want to go talk to some to somebody about that so for me it's like we're having this whole conversation and i'm giving you a therapy session Mm -hmm. that's not my job so -hmm. that was a red flag for me Mm -hmm. we're not in the same place but you also planted a seed by redirecting Mm -hmm. that as well and letting him know like you know he may not be ready to take that course of action again because society will put labels and you know say certain things and people don't want to you know do certain things because of what society says but 
the to be healthy, you have to start mental. You can't, you know, you could be working out and everything like that, but if you're not mentally strong, then you're, you're going to give up and quit before you reach your goal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mental health is important. You know, there's a lot of people that are going through depression, and because, you know, they don't want people to think a certain way about them, they're not going to go get the help that they need. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm glad that you're openly expressing, and I've openly expressed as well, that I've sought counseling and that you sought counseling. Mm-hmm. Like, that's powerful. That's something that we need as people. I mean, we're mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, again, you planted that seed for him, and that's another part of when you come out into the scene and you realize, like, hey, I can love people from a distance, oh, yeah. but I definitely can't, you know, I'm a, I'm a guy, not a shelter. Right. I'm definitely not going to be able to, you know, shield you from everything mm-hmm. but you asked me and I gave you an answer I planted that seed and that that in and of itself was powerful and then you realize like okay well I'm gonna have to keep it going right and, and that's exactly that's exactly <laughs> what I did um and I realized that because I think we talked about this before like my frequency like yeah. I start to attract people who are needing um, healing needing healing you know we're all broken in some because ways. you're healing yourself right so it's like a beacon it's and so you know with attracting that <clears throat> and the fact that i did go through counseling and i know myself a little better i know that um if i see certain things then i can say you know what i really appreciate who you are who you mm-hmm. have been to me mm-hmm. but i don't think that this is going to work out right, right and i can say that with honesty and i can say that in a way that has no malice to it but i just know that we're not for each other right right, right. um and dating now it's not bad but i just think that the whole ghosting thing like to me that's like so disrespectful mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um when people do that for me if i let you in and then you do something like that it's very hard Hmm. i'm actually in something now where the guy he we had a miscommunication and he stopped talking to me Hmm. and so um i saw him and he ignored you no oh (laughs) he didn't tell me that he was going to be coming because he doesn't live here he didn't tell me he was going to be coming to philly so when i saw him i was like oh hey and so he gave me a hug like oh you're looking good and i'm just like oh okay so the next couple of days when I was seeing him, I didn't say anything. Um, one of my girlfriends actually pretty much just rolled up on him and told him about himself, and he called me. And we're in contact now, but like what I keep it saying, it feels forced. No, it doesn't oh, feel oh. forced because we we just vibed, right? Oh, okay. But my whole thing is, if my girlfriend didn't say nothing to you, you came down here, you didn't say nothing to me. My girlfriend oh. said something to you. Are you talking to me now because you actually miss me? Or are you talking to me now because he has to? Right, yeah. right. And so, like for me, you know, when we're talking, because we talk on a daily basis now, and that's what we did before. Like I keep saying to him, like I just need to make sure that your intentions are in the right place. You know, we you're talking, you're still talking mm. about a future, and you mm. know, you, you you talked about the things that weren't there when I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But my whole thing is. We have to get to a place where I can trust you. And then he asked, well, what should I do? I can't tell you what to do. You have to show up. You have to be consistent. Um, the communication has to be there. And it's not going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, like, I think for me, that has been where I've seen the most growth because people have done that to me in the past. And like I said, I chase people. When they ghost me or have stopped talking to me, I always, when they pop up, I'm like, all right, let's get back on it. But now I'm just like... You have to protect yourself. You have to protect your heart. Mm-hmm. And you have to be mindful of the fact that sometimes people just miss the energy that you give to them. Mm-hmm. They might not actually want to be with you. I feel like that's what I refer to as, like, energy vampires. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I feel like 
Hmm. I feel like Simone would not be talking to this person. I feel like right now you're having a conversation with your intuition. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because at the end of the day, you're like, no, nah, I saw you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I saw you and I see you now for who you are. Um, and, you know, it could have been, again, you know, you don't have any malice toward anybody and you're not going to fault anybody for whatever he was going through. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you you know sometimes you see everything you need to see and you know just what's when somebody doesn't say anything to you you know what i'm saying just in the way that they move and operate mm-hmm. so i kind of feel like you know that in intuitionally like inside mm-hmm. and you're just like yeah i, I like you because we have good energy mm-hmm. and everything like that but at the end of the day like i'm aware of you oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And you so, know I, i'm i'm very like <laughs> straightforward and yeah. so we've had that conversation and i say every time that we're on the phone because um you have to be mindful of what you say to people. So whatever you say, you can never take back. Mm. When you talk about a future, but a foundation has not been built or the foundation is broken, mm. you have to like tread lightly mm. before you start really talking about a future. Like You have to build the foundation, make sure that it's strong and it's secure, mm. and then you can start packing stuff on you, it. I'm going to say this. Uh, <laughs> I, my best friend... Um, I wanted him to be here today. He he wasn't able to be, uh, but hopefully I can record a session with him next the next time we record. But one thing he used to say to me all the time is like, when people moving so fast, you gotta figure out what they trying to hide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like why are you why are we talking about a future and we we ain't even how long I've known you. You know what I'm saying? What why are you moving so quickly? Yeah, you, know, you know, I just got out of a situation like that and I knew the girl for two weeks. She's in love with me. You want me to do this and that? And I'm just like. Give me a second to reflect and recollect on whatever this is supposed to be because I just came over to play cards. Like mm. it was, it was not supposed to be all that that quick. <clears throat> and then um, by the end of it all, I was oh, it was regrets and I shouldn't imagine this and that. And I'm like, well, I don't regret anything. I just wanted to see you for who you are. Like mm. I still and got you love did, for you. Yeah, and I still got love for you. Right. I don't, I don't hate anybody. Mm-hmm. Can't. It's too much work. You see, um, I still got love for you. So whenever you ready to come around, we, we do, like you saying about the energy vampire thing, we do have good energy, but I'm not looking to take nothing from you. Right. You know, more so to let's see what we can create together. Mm-hmm. If it ain't this, then it could be that, you know. Right. But that's just me. I, I try to get more out of things than what it is, what it is worth sometimes. Again, I, I with, have to be thrifty. Again, but. with both of y'all, though, um, you know, y'all both have that energy <coughs> of you've done the work yourself. Yeah, exactly. Especially, like, you know. Uh, you'll do your background. We're not yeah. going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, but you, you've done the work yourself and you brought yourself here and that took yeah. a lot of strength. Yeah. She's done the work herself and it brought herself here. Yeah. So now y'all are beacons yeah. for those broken people. And you know what? And they're like, can I just get a little bit of that? But they don't want to do and, the work. And the thing with this person is, um, you know, she would say like, oh, you just, you need to feel like you're the man all the time. Like, oh, nobody's ever kept it real with you. I'm like, sure, yeah, I kept it real with myself. Like, right. <laughs> that's, I, that was, I was, I, but I didn't tell her that because I'm, I'm staying humble. Like, I'm just hearing what she had to say about me. You know, oh, you're so immature. Oh, you're such an airhead. I'm like, you don't, you, you don't know me then. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you obviously projecting from whatever past hurt you have. Mm-hmm. You see, and it's like I know that's not me. Whatever you see, I might say something stupid. Yes, <laughs> I'm prone to doing, <laughs> you know, I always say something stupid. Uh-huh. But just like, or I won't even know that what I'm saying is when I offend you. It doesn't have to be stupid. Um, but like, I know myself, and, and you don't. So I, I see where this miscommunication coming from mm-hmm. it's your own uh, fear and insecurity mm-hmm. you see um that, that, that people hide from themselves they, right. they hide the fact that they're afraid of something from themselves you know mm-hmm. and then push off and others. then they get offended when you're just so confident 
and realizing <laughs> your own weaknesses. And, yeah. They're like, how dare you be that strong to yeah. admit that you aren't that strong? Because, like, some things that this person said, like, did, like, I'm like, oh, man, like, I felt, like, low for the day. I'm like, am I really? I had it because I quite, like, I'm always going to check myself first. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, whatever it is. I want to check myself. But I'm like, am I really this and that? But I'm like, no, because at the end of the day, I know. I can move on, like, real quick. You know, I don't have to move on to somebody else. I can just move on. I go ride my bike. I will go plant a tree. I will do something other than, you see? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, I don't got time to be stressing over, not, I get I get to be 27 one time. I get to be 28 one time. Like, these are. If, if, if <laughs> that is even written, you know what I'm saying? Right, for sure. So, so I can't it, exactly. waste this time and energy, yep. you know. And if I feel good now, I want, I want to keep it now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm loving life now, let me, let me hold on to that. Well, so. I just want to say thank you, Simone, for coming and sharing that experience with us. And I'm hoping that, you know, in you reflecting on your journey and that path that you're currently still on Mm -hmm. and embarking on, you know, someone is listening and it helps them to kind of understand that one, it is possible to get through wherever they are Mm because we can get stuck. You know what I'm saying? Um, A lot of times we get stuck because it's not anyone that we can talk to. We don't feel comfortable going and seeking counseling for whatever reason. It doesn't even have to be just society. It could be maybe a family member in your household is just like, no, you can't go. Um, Whatever be the case, you know, just having you speak and and honor yourself and speak on your truth is so powerful in and of itself. And I just want to say I'm appreciative of you being here with us today and really opening up and talking to us and keeping it real and in the process, you know, helping everyone grow um, and reflect. But I did want to try and do um, something fun this time because I forgot last time. You do something fun every time. (laughs) <laughs> well, I want to I want to implement something, something new. There we something go. new. There we go. Um, if you feel comfortable, I'm going to have you pull a card. This is called Big Talks. Uh, it's the question card game. And basically, um, whatever card that you pick, we'll all answer honestly, okay. if that makes sense. Okay. So let me grab the ones that fell on the floor, and then we'll conclude. Okay. So, shuffle. Where is it? That just I leave don't know. it there. Just leave it there. I just keep dropping everything. It wants to be there. Okay. What did you want to do before you What do you want to do before you die? Oh, that's a good question. <sighs> I'm going to go last. <laughs> do you want to pick another card tomorrow? Nah, no, that's, yeah, that's the one fine. we picked. Okay, okay. Um, just one thing? No, it doesn't say one thing. It just says what do you want to do before you die? Uh Hmm. I want to, uh, I want to build a lifestyle centered around holistic living and, and like, healthy habits as, f- as far as, like, mental and physical um, and emotional things that people do. Um, and that, was, that, that, that involves, like, a lot of, a lot of work <laughs> for me to do um, as far as schooling and, and um, building up resources, um, getting certain plots of real estate, um, I don't want to call it like an empire. It's not like that. It's, it's more so like a... Are you not saying an empire because you're being humble? In a way. In a way. Um, from, from humility. Because it, be mis- it can be misunderstood by people. Um, you get like this dark vibe with empires. But it's, it's, it's more so... I want to I see out the dream of, of the reality that I, saw, that I saw and I feel and I know is real. Oh. Um, so like more electric cars and more technology that melds better with nature like more more of us living with earth than on it okay all right yeah but yeah so things i want to do uh just 
kind of get a bunch of sexy real estate, build farms, and teach people how to live the right way. Live healthy. Yeah. Okay, so my answer to the question, what do you want to do before you die? Um, what I've, I've started to realize in my family is that um, a lot of people are hurt. And so uh, I am the one that a lot of people come to when it comes to issues. Um, I've always been told that I'm a good listener, you should be a counselor, and I'm trying to embrace who I am and stop running from it. I'm a natural born leader, which kind of annoys me because I have control issues. Um, but at the same time, I also feel like if I don't step up, then it's not going to fulfill whatever this innate thing is in me. But to get back to the question, um, for me, I want to um, produce generational well-being. Um, and so for me, that, that looks like um, everybody being able to communicate in a way where they have a safe space. Mm. Um, in my family, a lot of times we judge each other for the things that we say. We are not open with what we really want to say. And we have kind of like condescending things to say um, when it's coming from a hurt place. Mm. And so as an adult, you, so you're you, tearing each other down versus building right. each other up. And so you realize as an adult that it's healthy to have disagreements and talk about them. Mm -hmm. It's healthy to be able to say, you know what, friend, you hurt me. Or friend, I feel like you're not being a good friend because you did this, that, and the third. Um, and so for me, I don't have those problems anymore with just calling somebody out in their shit, right? And so I want to be able to just continue to produce in my family, and hopefully it'll branch out, spaces, and an atmosphere for people just to be able to speak their feelings. Because mm. um, a lot of us are angry. A lot of us, like I said, for me, I used to cry all the time, and now I'm realizing it's because I didn't feel okay with expressing myself. Um, because I always thought that I would come off as rigid or abrasive or um, disrespectful, but you can speak your piece and be able to do it in a tactful manner. That's beautiful. Thank um, you. And I think you are going to be able to do that and are doing that by, one, doing the work that you're we're here talking about anyway. Because um, first, to help other people, you have to help yourself. Mm -hmm. And you are, like you said, a leader. So you are leading by example. So congratulations. Thank you. You are starting and are on that path. Um, before I pass away, you know, death has always, it's crazy. But um, ever since like a year and a half ago, um, everyone knows I'm Muslim. And so... Uh, one thing that happens a lot or that I'm aware of more is death right before Ramadan. I'm actually starting my second book. Um, it's going to be called Ramadan Nights. And what it feels like leading, for me, what it feels like leading up to Ramadan. I always am aware that people are passing away. Um, and death is very real for me all the time. I feel like just in growth, it's a tower moment, like tarot card tower moment. Um, where things have to end for new things to begin, and mm -hmm. that is kind of considered death or, you know, an ending. Uh, for me, I just want to be fully okay and not anxious with the thought of death um, and not feeling like it's something else I need to do, mm -hmm. not having that anxiety to, you know, maybe it's something I forgot or, you know, my children won't be okay. 
Um, I think for me also something that I want to happen or want to do before I go would be really just to do what I'm doing now. Um, I remember I was helping someone, they asked me to review their book about me or bio or something. And when I read it, I realized like from the person I knew that person to be, I got none of who they are from that. Mm -hmm. And I said to them, oh, you know, this is something that when you pass away, and die you know people can google and these are just facts about you but you're you're writing a book and that's going to be your legacy it's going to be when what people feel from you when you're gone when they read your book when they pick it up and they open it um what impact or what impression are you going to leave on that person and so for me it's like okay yeah i wrote you know a book my book is more so like just me honoring who I was in my past because in doing that and being on the growth path that we're on um loving myself I have to honor who I was even if it's shameful to me even if I don't necessarily even if now looking back I realize like oh I know why I was so angry or whatever I still have to honor that that's who I was mm-hmm. because there's someone out there right now who's going through that So that was the point of doing the first book the way I did it. It's really just honoring my younger self, the foundation of who I was and who helped me to be who I am today. So for where I go, the thing that I'm struggling with now is just being okay with death and not feeling like it's an ending. Because really, you know, when people pass away, we talk about them more. Mm -hmm. So I just want to have something like kind of what we're doing with the podcast and with books and just people I come into contact with. I just want to really just be a good person and help other people feel okay with being a good, good people as well. Um, And then be okay knowing that because I had good intentions and because I really had pure, you know, heart and really just wanted to give that just, you know, doing it is enough. And not feeling like I need to do more. Right, and you're doing it already. I think we talk about it, we have talked about it on numerous occasions. You just have to be mindful of who it is that you share your light with. Not everybody is deserving of that. Not everybody should come in contact with that. You know, when we work together, there are some people who just were negative towards you just because you beamed. And so you just have to be mindful of the people that you want to help that are deserving of it and that they're willing to accept it. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. not feel like I'm, it's something wrong with me, you know, if that's not the case. But yeah, yeah. when we first met, you, you kept apologizing. I, I, I interviewed her. She kept saying, I'm sorry. I'm like, stop saying you're sorry. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I know that was kind of like probably like an unprofessional, you know, um, interview, but it was just like, don't apologize for who you are. Stop saying you're sorry for all the good things that you're you're doing. This is the time to brag on yourself. And if nobody's going to tell you that, you should be doing that in here. You shouldn't say that you're sorry. Um, I think we initially started uh, bonding because she had, like, a very strong handshake. And I just couldn't, yeah. get over, I just couldn't get over it. But it was just like, I like her. Yeah. I like her. Yeah, that was true. Yeah. I remember she came out the elevator and uh, she had, like, this fro, and she was, like, dark and brown skin and just glowing. And I was like, yes, a sister. I was like, hi. <laughs> um, just a little background on that. Uh, we were – I was interviewing for my first federal job, and it was just culturally different waiting in the lobby. And um, I'm Muslim, and I was garbed up, and I just felt like 
the stairs or maybe I was projecting maybe no one was even looking at me but I felt uncomfortable and then when I seen her I was like oh good like so it was more of a handshake of desperation like I'm so glad did you hello <laughs> hi um but yeah but yeah and not be and so be unapologetically um authentic to myself mm-hmm. that's really what I want to do and before well, I pass away sorry I didn't repeat no you're well, fine Say sorry, no, whatever. Okay. Stop saying so, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, while you guys were talking, it, it popped into my head a quote that I read the other day. Um, and then I'm going to jump into a side note on that. Um, wise men make proverbs and fools repeat them. However, this is not repeating. This is understanding. Um, so it was a roomy quote. And, and reflecting. Sorry. Hit yeah, for sure. Um, I say set your life ablaze and then seek those that f- uh, fan your flames. However, the quote is set your life on fire and seek those that fan your flames. So... That's essentially what this is with the gathering of the energies and, and, and moving away from other types of people and, and, you know, being true to yourself and knowing yourself. That, that is setting your life on fire. Be, be who you are, you know, naked, wild, and free, running through the forest if that's what you do. Like, for real, like, if that's what you do, that's what you do. Just be you and, and like, those, the people. That, the people who should be there will gravitate yep, towards it. Sure. And I can definitely vouch for, sure. for that. I feel like. I, you know, when I left my husband of seven years and we have three children together, um, just real quick, and I don't want to keep going on because the time is coming to an end, but uh, I didn't really know who I was. And then I had to find myself to honor myself. And then when I did and I didn't have any other inputs telling me, like, who I should be or that was wrong or I had to kind of tone it down a little bit to make other people comfortable or, like, you know, just thinking about someone else and thinking of myself like you know I didn't have to do that I really fell in love with me and I realized like wow like I'm kind of awesome and great and that's okay Mm -hmm. and then I started coming in contact with people who reinforced that and it was because I was doing that work of reflecting and going within and honoring myself and then now today I'm able to bring people on my show or our show who are like awesome people that you meet every single day mm-hmm. and and for real for real have gravitated towards me and I've gravitated towards them because of that like that's amazing like once you really start honoring yourself mm-hmm. the right people really are going to come around you and it's just amazing to sit here and really just reflect on that because like Quan's over there like I yeah. I would have never in a million years thought I'd need a co-host or <laughs> have a co-host for a podcast and here we are mm-hmm. I have you sitting across from me you inspire me in so many ways like I know it sounds corny because it's like we're on the mic but yeah I would say this to you even if we weren't on the she mic um, <laughs> but you inspire me in so many ways just being the person that you are and it's like you know I have I think it's like a saying where it's like if you look around at the five people around you and you're not motivated then you have the wrong people around mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. and I think it to better that quote is like you know if you don't inspire yourself and if you're not challenging yourself and you're not going within you're not going to find those people because you you're not that yourself like you wouldn't inspire somebody because you don't even inspire yourself like you're not giving it your all right. you're not setting your life ablaze right. but then once you actually say you know what this is my life it's only going to be mine even if this person is here comes or goes like I still am going to be here when that person is not here because they could pass away or you know they could leave because they want to leave but you have to deal with you so I think again just to wrap up today's show um, I think that just to drive this home the point was being able to go through the growth process 
and grow and understand that the most important relationship that you're ever going to have in your life is the one that you have with yourself. And then once you have that relationship, that healthy relationship with yourself, then you're going to attract the wealth of people that you need and they are going to give you those things that you need as well in your life. So don't be afraid of it, you know, go within, really, you know, go within and strive and it'll all work out and it, it really will. So again, thank you. Thank you for answering my question. I'm so happy, so grateful to have this and to be here and able to do this. And I thank you guys as well. If you like this show, please subscribe, um, share it with your friends. Um, we'll be doing live check-ins and things of that nature. And definitely like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. All right. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.